We've got a new report into our infrastructure, and that highlights our over-reliance on public debt to fund infrastructure deficit, which is massive. It's about $210 billion. Uh, There are a couple of issues here. One, government are getting too involved in deciding what infrastructure should be built and where, and two, then going and borrowing excessively to fund it. Research fellow at the New Zealand Initiative, Dr Matthew Birchall, is with us. Matthew, morning to you. Morning to you, Mike. Great so, to be with you. Thank you. So what are you saying? Politics over economics here. There's too much politics involved. Yeah, absolutely. So to just give the um, the listeners some context, uh, everyone knows that we have an infrastructure problem in New Zealand. No one's happy with the state of our roads, our water networks, you know, you name it. And as a historian, what I wanted to do was do a big deep dive and to see, you know, was there a time when we did things better? And, and how did we do things better? And? And I, th- I came up with three uh, key key things. I call them the uh, holy trinity of successful infrastructure. So number one, we uh, need to make uh, better use of private enterprise. Uh, nowadays, we seem absolutely allergic to private capital and enterprise. But in the past, uh, we did a much better job of embracing it. And, and one of the stories that I absolutely love uh, concerns a, a chap called William White, who was a hotel owner in uh, Kaiapoi in, in South Canterbury, and he built the first bridge across the Waimakariri. He didn't wait uh, for the government to do it. He stumped up his cash and, and built it himself, and I, I think we can really learn from <laughs> that sort of uh, Imagine initiative. if you just decided today to start building a bridge or a road. How long would it take you with Waka Kotahi and the Orange well, Cones exactly, to turn up? and, and to, to go through the sort of content, uh, consenting process. But that brings me to the Second point that I found around localism uh, today, you know, we look uh, to Wellington to solve our our problems. So it's very much a top down as opposed to uh, bottom up. And William White really illustrates, you know, what can happen when I don't know someone in a local community who understands their needs uh, is able to get on and build the things that they that they need. Um, and it brings me to my final point, which is about culture. You know, nowadays we're we're negative about growth. We're negative about development, and I think that would shock our our forebears. You know, I, I sort of sometimes think that we're more interested in finding new species of grass or, you know, a new type of parrot than actually building the things that uh, <laughs> you know Kiwis need. <laughs> so true. So what we need to do is do something with the regulations. What is it if you could magic wand it? And I'm assuming migration or immigration's involved in there as well. Yeah, a couple of things. So I think immigration, absolutely. We need to, uh, you know, be totally open to uh, the talents of the world. I think too often in the recent past we've, we've sort of closed ourselves off. And one of the examples that I draw upon in the report is Julius Vogel, who uh, built our, our train lines. And one of the reasons why he was really successful was because part of his initiative was bringing in the best talent. Uh, so we need to rekindle that. But then we absolutely just need to streamline consenting processes I mean uh, RMA is, a, is another thing um, you know that's that's very problematic I don't think it's um, you know going to help us so yep Good on you Matthew nice to catch up with you as always Matthew Birchall who's with the um, New Zealand Initiative the way things used to be eh? For more from the Mike Hosking Breakfast listen live to News Talk ZB from 6am weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio